0: Good morning, good evening, whatever, everybody. And welcome to another show of Do You Remember That Guy? My name is Jimmy Palumbo. I'm your host. My co host is Coach Rick Antonori. That's right, Coach Rick. And what we do on the show, it's simple. We're acting like we're sitting at the bar, and some clip comes on the TV, and we see an old player, and we say, hey, do you remember that guy? And then we research each guy. He takes a Met. I take a Yankee. We try to make it past 1975 and 80s, 90s, and the aughts. And we just try to research some guys that, like, why do we remember this guy? And why? What did he do? What did he not do? Find out how long he played, so on and so forth. So I'll just start right up. Um, my guy, obviously a New York Yankee. Before you go, before you go,
1: I have to say something. I'm like, we talk about we talk about athletes and baseball players, but I'm looking at you right now, and you're wearing a Molly Hatchet. Yes, I'm wearing a Molly Hatchet concert tee. I don't know how many people actually have to remember Molly Hatchet. I, you know answer. what?
0: So now it's, do you remember that band? Another podcast <laughs> we're gonna do. Um, Next thing you know, I'll be listening to the Association and Precious and Few. But yes, I'm wearing a Molly Hatchet shirt. I also record the Jimmy Palumbo show today, as well. I'll be wearing the Molly Hatchet shirt all day here at the Flipping Made Easy Studios via Chop Sports Network and via downtown Matawan, New Jersey, and also Ohio. Uh, do you remember that guy? We are here. I'm going to go first.
2: I got trivia for Molly Hatchett. I got a good trivia Okay, question. what's your trivia not question? I to chime in, but does anybody know the band that does Jimmy Palumbo's intro on the Jimmy Palumbo show? That's
0: good trivia. That's good trivia. I Ooh. know who it is.
2: It's not Molly Hatchett. It's not?
0: No. It's a band called the Southern Cross Band.
2: Oh, there I go. Who is a
0: regional New Jersey band that kicked ass in the 70s and 80s and 90s also known as the mango brothers and joe and sonny pruitt they're awesome guys you they like how i tried to that was good i was wrong you almost, but it still worked it still worked yeah,
2: so let's get back your-
0: to eventually what's good about this show is that we can do whatever we want and um, at this point people are going to say do you remember that podcast um <laughs> so this is it do you remember that guy show number eight all right um I'm going to first lead off with my guy. Now, he played in the major leagues from 2001 to 2012. He was a first baseman, lifetime batting average, 268, 95 home runs, 400 RBIs, 441 slugging. He played four years with the Yanks. He was with the Yanks 2001, 2, and 3. And he also came back in 2010. Uh, Chris just guessed it right away. The four teams he played with are Yankees, Montreal, Washington, Florida, back to the Yankees, and then Baltimore to close it out. He was a lefty, had a beautiful swing, um, was always kind of lousy in the playoffs, but he didn't get that many at-bats. Um, and that's it. Any any guesses? Any idea? Good Did hitter. On like fire? Was he like...
1: First baseman? Was he like one of those guys that had like a blistering opening to his
0: career? No. Uh, Man, not really, not you know? Not. It was a Kevin No, know. Was it Kevin Moss uh No, 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 no. He was better than Moss. Okay. It's all right. So. Well, here he is. First baseman for the New York Yankees, Nick Johnson. Nick Johnson, Nick good one. stick. Now, he was the guy, first of all, what I loved about him as a fan, he looked like he should be playing on a softball team. Uh, in other words, I would have signed him first-round draft pick. He was kind of chubby. What I loved about him, he always had good at bats. This guy um, he 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 always put the bat on the ball, didn't strike out much. Um, he was a uh, wasn't that good in the field, but he was just a dead on stick. As a matter of fact, he's one of the better minor league ball players that the Yankees have ever had. Um, in 1999 in the minor leagues AAA, he batted 345 with a 525 on-base percentage. I don't care what league you're in. You're getting on base half the time. That's incredible. Um, he also had 123 walks in a minor league season. So, you know, Ooh. and he batted 376 against lefties. So this guy was a stud. Nick Johnson, yep. he comes in. Um, he got drafted by the Yankees in 96 in the third round. Um, and uh, the thing about him was what really burned him each time. Um, he always hurt his wrist. He had uh, uh Funky like wrist and arm and forearm and and you know as a guy who swings a bat he had wrist issues and like middle of the year bang hurt his wrist next time came back bang hurt his wrist um, he's forty three years old now um, he also batted three seventy with the bases loaded but the biggest thing was he got traded to the Expos along with Randy Choate and Juan Rivera. For Javier, Javier Vasquez, they finally dumped him, and then he went to the uh, he went to the Expo. Same thing, started hitting right away, and then all of a sudden, boom, he hurt his wrist. And the worst thing that happened to him in 2006, and this I love just making the Mets look like you know, at Shea Stadium, he collided with Austin Kearns and actually broke his leg on a foul pop. So this guy had weak bones because he'd always hurt his wrist and he had like he had the kind of wrist injuries where they're not going to do surgery and and uh, like they didn't know what it is those they used the word sheath you ever hear those injuries like that kind of yeah. like Aaron Hicks I guess um, but he just got hurt cuz in 2008 he tore a ligament 2009 awesome. hurt his wrist 2012 hurt his wrist again it finally kicked him out his four years with the Yankees he only batted 249 but in uh, 2003, about at 284. Um, he was known for, like, great at-bats. This guy lit it up in the minor leagues, came through. He was a tough out at the plate. There was no doubt about it. He just, one of those guys, he was supposed to be, like, the next second coming, the second coming, the second coming. You know, he was like the, you know, the the after, uh, I guess it would have been it, it, during you know, Tino, yeah. Tino Martinez. At the end, he was supposed to fill in. Yankees finally dumped him for uh, for Vasquez, who ended up sucking anyway. But and everywhere you read about this guy, the killer is he was the like he had the potential out the wazoo. And at the end of the day, he hurt his wrists four times and he broke his leg. Sat out a whole year after that. He just ended up being one of those guys that his career was completely curtailed. Because of injuries. But I think most Yankee fans were high on this guy. He was a guy who probably could have batted 300 for 20, you know, for 15 years. He just had a lot of soft tissue injuries. I guess he- so. Yeah, he just uh, he yeah, just got hurt all the time. He also had the first RBI and first career run um, knocked in, you know, the uh, uh, Nationals Park. So the he'll always get when they show the first highlight of that, which I think is kind of a shitty thing to be known for. But, um uh, he was a tremendous prospect uh california kid i found it funny that he bat 370 with the bases loaded which is pretty good and he's the nephew of larry boa <laughs> how funny is that always seems like these f- family members of uh baseball players either they know about stuff they know how to teach the kid and what you got to do i don't know who knows how close he was but um and, and the weird thing was i googled him i can't find anything on him now i don't it's think a- he, isn't it I went on Wikipedia. I went on I mean, Baseball just, America. It doesn't say. Now, listen. I will tell you this. Don't feel bad for him because he made thirty million dollars in ten years. Yeah, not be that bad. So, a, but he lives uh, a private life now. We can. I couldn't find him anywhere. I even on social media now. Again, I'm not the greatest thing at the at the Google. But um, if anybody, please call in. Like, where the hell? He's a California kid, Northern California guy. Um, just, I don't Usually it says married, three kids, lives in, you know, Atlanta area. Nothing. I'm even wondering because he played a while in, uh, you know, Montreal and New York if he's not on the East Coast somewhere at this point. But um, mm-hmm. big-time yeah. prospect, came in, did well for the Yankees. He got hurt. And 10 years we, we, we know guys who were la- way lousier than him that played 15. And uh, he just couldn't do it anymore. So 10 years, ended up with Baltimore. And when you end up in Baltimore, your career's over. And I uh, hurt his wrist again. And that's it. Nick Johnson from 2001 to 2012. Um, like I said, 268 hitter.
1: Was, yeah, the problem was he followed uh, Tino Martinez, who followed Mattingly. So right, you, he I was mean, supposed it, to be in that mix continuing yeah, I mean, on. I mean, give the Yankees props just for, you know, he went from Mattingly to Tina Martinez.
0: Plus, you had, you you had to share in was involved there, I guess, yeah. in 2010. Yeah, John B., but he could have been a DH. He certainly, I don't think the Yankees, listen, the Yankees didn't make a bad trade because at the time, Vasquez was a stud, but he ended up uh, being a complete bust. And I remember getting mad because I went to the sh- the t-shirt store at Yankee Stadium and they had Vasquez shirts all over the place and I couldn't get a Ruben Sierra shirt. I was literally yelling at the guy, where's a Ruben Sierra? More people care about Ruben Sierra than Vasquez. The guy just kicked me out of the store. But that's it. Nick Johnson. And we come back. We are going to hear from Rick Antonori on who his guy is. And we'll be right back with a word from our lovely sponsor.
2: You know, myself and Gooch are both getting a little older. One of the first things to go is your vision. Thank goodness for our hookup over at Absolute Eyewear in Woodbridge, New Jersey, right on Main Street next to the train station. They have glasses for all ages, all budgets. They have safety glasses, sports glasses. They are a full-service powerhouse, offering eye exams and even free lenses for the kids. They work with BCBS, AAA... AARP, giving massive discounts. They're open five days a week, closed on Wednesdays and Sundays. Call 732-326-3937 to get your first pair of Ray-Ban, Burberry, Coach, Polo, you name it, they got it. Go see Craig and Johnine right now.
0: All right, here we go. Back with, do you remember that guy? My guy was Nick Johnson, first baseman, and uh, Rick, who do you have? Well,
1: I I want to say the funny thing, you know, my guy's a little chubby also. Okay, so, so we're good little,
0: at. But I'm chubby now too.
1: Well, uh, but I do want to say this. You know, I just, um, as we know, you know, I've been coaching with the college, and um, I'm on critique.com slash coach a. Send me your videos. I'll uh, okay. critique for you through the expert advice of Coach Antonori,
0: and I will be on there as well. I just haven't posted my video. That's really cool. Love that you're plugging critique.com. dot I got plug a little bit. You're good. That, <laughs> you're good that way. You are so good.
1: That All way. right, here's my guy. All right, he only played. He, this, is the, this is what I found amazing. He only played five years in the major leagues. Now, when I tell you his numbers, you're going to be like, why?
0: Okay. Five years in the
1: league. Uh, what five? years? What years? From 1998 to 2002. So lousy Mets. Well, no, no, no. 2000, they No. He went to the playoffs in 99, 2000,
0: they went to the World Series. Okay. That's right. He's Nancy on those Aikens. games. Um, what position? Outfield. Outfield, and he, uh, okay. what what teams did he play for
1: besides the Mets? He wound up he he well he wound up with uh, Colorado and Boston, and then went to far, the Far East.
0: Okay, so Mets and
1: Boston, which means I would know this guy for sure. You should, you should. Okay, because because in Mets lore, he's huge. I mean, the problem is the the 2000 Mets that went to the World Series. You know, the entire team rode Piazza's back outside of. Outside of Piazza, you had like and, Robert Ventura and, and thank God
0: and thank God he hit, Piazza hit that lazy fly to deep center. Even though I thought he hit it out,
1: oh, we all hit, thought it. I was there. I thought he hit it out. We all his, thought it, hit it out.
0: I'm um, trying to guess uh, what was his
1: batting average? Two seventy four lifetime. Wow, he only Within played five 30, years. Only five years. And check this out. He had a three sixty two on base percentage.
0: That's that's quite high. Okay, I think I might. I might know who this is. The fielding percentage of 974. Does he have a funny name?
1: Could be. He has a great <laughs> nickname. If I give you a nickname, I give it away. All
0: right. Well, you know what? I. I should I guess or you want to just? Yes, yeah, go ahead. Benny Agbayani? There you go. Very good. <laughs> I rarely guess these. Um, yeah, you can thank Chris for that. <laughs> yes, of course I did. Um <laughs> But I used to love that guy's last name. So let I me. Mean, I know. I know yeah, nothing I, I, I about it. I
2: got both of your guys within minutes.
0: He got Nick Johnson
1: yeah, right good away. Good job. But I, I was. Ex- I was excited about this one. because I mean, Benny Bayani, I mean, he goes down and Met lore. He only played four years for the Mets, and yet he did so many things. When I say he did so many things, he only did a few things. Like, but at this, like the moment that it was needed, he he did it. You know, the negative. Let's go with the negative. All right. They're in a game in, against the Giants. All right. He forgets how many outs it is, and he catches a fly ball in left field and then hands it to the kid, Jake <laughs> turn, and the rest of the runners on base all score. Oh, God, that's classic. Score. that's classic. That's classic Mets. I mean, on the positive, okay, on the positive, he hits the game-winning grand slam in the first game ever in Japan, if you remember, Back in two thousand, it was against Chicago Cubs. You had to be up at three o'clock in the morning to watch. I the I remember that.
0: I remember that when okay. that was going on.
1: He hit the game-winning grand slam, but more importantly, in the year two thousand, in the thirteenth inning, game three of the National League Division Series, he hit the game-winning
0: home run against the Giants. Okay, um, I remember Adam- his name. I mean, we used to, I used to kid around like you know, I used to yell out his name sometimes. You know, the flying Hawaiian. I mean, he. I mean, he had. But He's, why so wait a minute now wait a minute now. So his yeah. lifetime batting average you're saying with the Mets was what? 274. So wait a minute. Guys don't go away when they bat two seventy-four. What what was his demise? Um honestly it's 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 tough to figure out because Did they trade him for anybody? Here's, here's
1: what, no. His what happens is um of what I'm reading, okay, you know, he was never looked at as like a possible prospect. But Bobby Valentine he played for Bobby Valentine at Triple A in Tidewater at the time. Bobby Valentine loved him and brought him with him when he started managing the Mets in ninety eight or ninety seven it was, whatever it was. You say that but, he
2: played in the in Japan?
1: He goes to
0: Japan, the Far East, yeah. That's our producer, Chris Gucci, working oh. behind the glass. He's he played, a huge but, baseball fan.
1: Chiba Lot uh, Marines, um, where he wins a championship and then the Samsung Lions. Um
2: I wonder if that if that Grand Slam had anything to do with it. Well,
0: how long did he play in Japan for? Six years after he left. Okay, the major so he played ten so years the, of pro yeah, baseball. Okay, ten years pro bowl. and he so never even down in Japan. Never, you
2: know what? He probably maybe got used to the lifestyle. Um, I'm gonna chime in here. He's Hawaiian, so Japan, Hawaii, ah, somewhat yeah. similar. In so terms there might of have been a Hawaiian
0: Japan thing going on. Plus, there's the ties Japan. where he
2: he hit that first Grand Slam, the walk off, and so he might have had a. a like a budding fan base there, just based off of that alone.
1: Okay, okay, yeah. fair enough. He, he had a actually had a very good career in the Far East. Um He went and when they won the championship. He wins the MVP for the championship. Oh, okay, he finally retires in two thousand and nine
0: after his sixth season in Japan. So, so probably five or six years in the minors, four years, uh, five years in the big. So t- you know, yeah, twenty he- years, twenty years. He was probably old. He wasn't that young. Well, he's he's two he's fifty years old now. And when did he so
1: retire? He retired in two thousand and nine. He was born in seventy one. So eleven. So he was he fifty nine. He was
0: thirty eight, thirty nine years old. Yeah. So yeah, he was a wow, Agbayani. Well, he's you know yeah. what? It's very. He's what like, is he doing now? He he went back to
1: Hawaii. Started some you know charity events stuff like that. But he is currently the ramp agent for Hawaiian Airlines. He also coaches softball. Just a ra-
0: So he works for Hawaiian Airlines. Yes. Like come this way with your like the ticket. The like, take tickets and. Wow. Or you know, rampage, maybe rampage a rampage on the that, uh, guy that, in the, guy the plane. In I'm not sure. That's a little uh, from being a, a star in the major leagues to not no. a star but a major league player than than a, a Japan in, baseball player and now you're working at an airport.
1: I looked at his his salaries for his major league stint. Let and me see had, if I can guess how much. Maybe made more than six hundred thousand.
0: Yeah, I was going to say. So he might have made he made more money. Much probably made a lot more so money. In he he might have made, but he might have made eight nine million dollars. But I guess that's not enough when you're thirty nine. You got yeah. he probably has eight kids. Um, he's
1: so he's also coaching softball at uh, I try to pronounce this Iolo, School in Honolulu. This is important because his daughters play softball, and his his oldest Alea is currently attends UC Berkeley. And plays uh, for their soul
0: team. Yeah, I think they're good, too. Yeah, I follow that like, stuff. Yeah. Wow. So the kids are smart, Cal Berkeley, and they play softball. So he got – you know what happened? He played – he made a decent buck. He probably made $5 million playing pro sports. And he retired back to Hawaii, and he's coaching his kids. His kids are pretty good, got him into college, and – uh he just took a job working at the airport. Something sounds wrong about that, doesn't it? It's it does. almost like Andy's working at
2: Krauser's. And, you know, I mean, I know. Sounds I mean, like the Jimmy it. Palumbo story. Only, yeah, the only podcasting. Where, where, yeah,
0: I, I was supposed to be a TV star and a movie star, and now I'm doing a podcast in Mattawan, New Jersey. I'm doing three podcasts in Mattawan. It's even worse. I mean, to give him
1: credit. He was he well, he was originally drafted by the California. How Asian many home runs in- did he hit? He had a t- hold on, I'll get to him. He was drafted in the Mets by 93 in the 30th round.
0: 30th wow. and he made it. It's so hard to make it in baseball. People just don't really- it's hard to make the NBA because it's only like uh, 600, 400 players. But baseball, it's like, wow, they have 30 rounds, man. It's like he had a
1: total of 39 <laughs> home runs. Now, when I say that, um, his best years were in 99 and 2000 when he hit 14 and 15 respectively.
0: What right. he had? Two, what did he six. in
1: two thousand? He played every day. No, he he. Yeah, I remember the Mets outfield was like uh, Jay Payton in center, uh, Kurt Abbott. Um, so Jimmy he never I started
0: know. with the Mets. He,
1: he was like a four. He was a rotates on the rotation of four outfields.
0: Okay, so he was like uh, what Brett Gardner was supposed to be this year.
1: Yeah, I mean, mostly the uh, year, Baianni, like,
0: I totally remember that guy.
1: Most impressive had was I um, thought he was better though. I thought he came. <laughs> from somewhere else he, to the Mets.
0: I guess I'm wrong. No, but he had some big, he had some huge moments for the Mets. Huge. Right. <laughs> I remember hearing the announcers say his name for sure. Probably from 2000 when the Mets and Yankees were hot in the city. It was a fun, fun time. That was a fun time. That's it. Agbayani. by wow. he had the flying Hawaiian. The flying Hawaiian. So we have the chubby Nick Johnson and the chubby flying Hawaiian, who's probably flew close to the ground. Um, both decent players, both, uh, well, Nick Johnson injury and uh, Benny decided to just go and play in Japan and make money and coach his kids and go work at the airport. So good for him. Uh, so that's about it. Do you remember that guy? Show number eight, Nick Johnson with a 268 batting average and Agbayani with a 274 batting average. That In today's game, uh, Agbayani totally wouldn't have been allowed to go to Japan. No way. I don't think so He's betting either. He's 275. You're making $45 million a year. Yeah, Base percentage is making millions. It's unbelievable.
1: The game yeah, he, in, in Japan, He, he lifetime average is 283.
2: Right. In Japan, baseball is decent. So. I wonder all these numbers that you guys talk about, how much they would change if they actually played baseball then the way they do now with the shift and the analytics, all the batting averages are going down across the board. Of course,
0: of course they say that. True.
1: Um, I think I'm hoping, well, I I hope to God uh, that baseball itself is starting to sway back to the old way of playing because I
0: think... The shift is killing it, so you got to teach guys to go the other way.
1: And and really, if you look at it, you know, the teams, I think the teams like Tampa Bay Rays and the Dodgers and even the Houston Astros and and the Braves, they they not only look at the numbers and say, "Well, we got to play this way for a guy," but I think they actually look to find numbers of how to beat their own numbers. Like, what do we do the opposite to get to to
0: to beat this? Because right. not everybody could be Giancarlo Stanton, who just you could any shift on him, he just hits the ball five hundred oh, feet. Throw <laughs> just throw him. He's by far my favorite player. And he was never the problem. And he, every every game, he went right up to the podium, faced the media, shot and Carlo. Um, but yeah, the guys are definitely. You started to see at the end of the season. I, at least I did. A couple of guys were bunting down the line, with is sure hit. Um, and I think it's got. But it's got
2: to start at your level. You know, the
0: Division Two, Division One, minor leagues. It's got to be coached at the little league at, level. Well,
2: yeah, I was going to say it's good, me, the kids got to do it.
1: Yeah, the kids. got I mean, for me with the Mets, Pete Alonso, I thought it had a solid year. I mean, a lot of times I watched him go the other way with, with with two strikes. He would just drive a single into right field. Right. I mean, yeah, he finished 265 with, what do you have, 30?
2: He had thirty. Uh, like seven. I, I think, run. like, Jim Tome
0: would have batted 140
2: in today's game
0: because yeah. I've never seen him go opposite well, it's, field. It's
2: always been easier for a righty to go opposite field, especially now with the scope of things. They don't really right. shift that way against righties the way they do lefties.
0: Right, that's because the first baseman holding a guy. Yes, right. Yeah. Um, but Tomate just was such a dead a dead pull. Um, but yeah, it's crazy. Here we go. Nick Johnson and Benny Agbayani. Oh, two uh, technically lousy Yankees and Mets making the do you remember that guy? All right. I'll talk to you next week, buddy. You got him, man. All right, we'll see you Later.